Well, happy Easter, everyone. I'm sure a few of these have been consumed already today, but um, um, we got on an Easter egg hunt yesterday, and um, can you believe somebody started eating them on the way round, and then, and then didn't feel like eating their tea? That was me. <laughs> My kids were pretty good, though. But I've got an egg for you this morning, actually. So Bethan and Saren are just going to give those out. I was going to say anyone under the Bigsy's age can have one, but I'm a bit worried about how many people are here now. <laughs> but please, please grab one if you uh, are a smaller person. Uh, don't open it yet, though. You can grab one and just keep hold of it for a minute. But anyone else who wants one, there's probably enough if you really fancy having one, if you're kind of uh, feeling jealous or anything like that. You can have one, Bigsy. It's okay. You're not having one now, you're in a sulk. <laughs> oh dear, there we go, never mind. So just as uh, just they're going round there, we've got plenty there, so do feel free to take one. Are we nearly there, do you think we've got one of those? So uh, I think most people have got one of those now. So you, you, can, you can open it up now and have a look what's inside that. What, so what, what have we got inside? Nothing. Nothing. Well, keep, keep hold of it. Keep hold of it because uh, there might be something to go in there a bit later on. Just that, that, keep, keep that hope there. But um, so we heard, we heard earlier, didn't we, um, when Carolina read about Mary and her friends who went to... Jesus' tomb. They were going expecting to find something, but they found it It was empty. They were expecting to find his body there, but it, it wasn't there. Um, you might have been thinking there might be something inside of that egg that I gave out to you, and perhaps you're feeling a little bit disappointed, but as I said, keep hopeful. Um, I'm sure that, that when Mary and her friends got there, they were, they were pretty shocked by what they found. Um, and uh, as the day progressed, I think they're their despair changed to, to hope. And just thinking of another, another element of uh, later on that day, uh, following the events of the previous few days, two of Jesus' followers were returning to their home and to the village of Emmaus, just outside of Jerusalem. Uh, and again, they were confused and uncertain when they met somebody on the road. I'm just going to read that from uh, Luke 24 to you now. Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking to each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked with them. But they kept, he kept them from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them named Cleopas asked him, are you the only visitor in Jerusalem not to know the things that have happened in these last days? What things, he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what's more, it's the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning but they didn't find his body. They came and told us they'd seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see. He said to them, 
How foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all the prophets have spoken. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter into his glory? And beginning, and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in the scriptures concerning himself. So, as those disciples were returning to their village, they were expecting one thing, weren't they? They were hoping that Jesus was going to be the person to redeem Israel, but uh, their plan wasn't quite what um, turned out to be. They were hoping that someone was going to get rid of the Romans in some sense. And I think we could probably resonate with that in some ways. I'm sure that um, that phrase, we had hoped, is something that perhaps we think about sometimes in our daily lives. Uh, that sense of maybe with the egg earlier or with other things, things aren't always as they expect, are they? And the dream versus reality, you know, this sense of wanting to go to perhaps one of the wonders of the world and then actually turning up there and realizing what it's really like. I wonder what time in the morning the other picture was taken. Um, there are always kind of things that we think perhaps is going to be something and it turns out to be something a little different. Perhaps we've, we've ordered something online uh, and then when it arrives, it's not quite what we'd hoped it might be. This lovely vest or come dress here that this uh, person's modeling. Um, certainly Bethan and I have watched a, a film. We saw once uh, some, some kind of trailers for a film. We thought that looks really good. And the trailers were the only good bit, I have to say. We didn't even finish it. <laughs> but that can happen sometimes, can't it, with our, our disappointment with things. Perhaps you've got one thing confused for another. These are some waxworks. Can you spot who these people are here? They're high quality, aren't they? So these are, these are from Two Swords, I have to say. They are from Two Swords. Uh, from Louis Two Swords, um, who, had a, who had a waxworks in Norfolk, not to be confused with the one that Madame Two Swords. It's now closed. But um, we've, got, we've got Kylie and Jason there, Noel Edmonds and Cliff Richard. You know, it is Easter Sunday after all. But um, can you imagine going to this place, thinking you're going to Two Swords, and then turning up and seeing these things? But people going and seeing something, and it wasn't quite what they hoped for. Just like these guys walking back to their village. They'd hoped for one thing, but something else had happened. Can you imagine on your birthday being told you're going to get an iPad and then getting this? <laughs> Gotta love the face there. Now, I'm sure each of us at some level can empathize with these people walking back on that journey. And we're just going to come back to that passage now to see what happens next. So as they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus acted as if he was going further. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, it's nearly evening, the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were our hearts not burning within us while we he talked through the scriptures to us on the road? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the 11 and those with them assembled together. And they were saying, it's true, the Lord has risen and he's appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized to them when he broke the bread. 
So that sense there of going from despair to hope. When they invited Jesus in and he broke the bread, he, they realized who he was. Um, I like the way that Jesus pretended to carry on, you know, as if he didn't know what was going to happen there. But um, I think that sense of when we have Jesus in our lives, when we invite him in, it does change things. Now, thinking back to our empty eggs that we've got, sometimes our lives, we can try and fill them with lots of things, but they can still feel as empty as those eggs that I gave out earlier on. And the reason for that is that we have been created for enjoying relationship with God. The good news of Easter means that that's possible for us. The empty tomb means that he's alive and he wants to fill our lives. Now, I can't let you go home with empty eggs, I have to say. So I have got some, some little things in this box here at the front that you can come and, come and collect from here and you can fill up your egg with, with some of those bits. Um, so feel free to come, in, come and do that just as I'm rounding things off. But as we go into a time of worship in a, in a moment, I wonder today if you've come here or you're sitting here and you're carrying disappointment, perhaps you're having that feeling of emptiness inside, if that's the case, as we worship this morning, later on, uh, invite Jesus in this morning. Because when we do that, when we invite Jesus in, things change. So whether that's asking the Holy Spirit, the life of God, to come and fill you this morning. Or whether it's seeking forgiveness for something. Or bringing that sense of disappointment that we had hoped. Maybe there's something that you had hoped that is not yet been fulfilled. But we know that he will come and he will satisfy like nothing else will. So happy Easter and I'll hand back over to Gary.